Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Town TV. We are back with our coverage of Sci-Fi's Nona Earp with episode nine titled Crazy and episode 10 titled Life Turned Her That Way. And damn, we are heating the fuck up. I have a feeling the boys are going to want to zoom past Kuru and get right to hot, sexy, dark Waverly. But I guess I'll let them decide. What do you think, boys? We got to talk brain sandwich first, just because know, we have I to. But, but damn. <laughs> Damn, damn, damn. We've been asking the question. We got the question answer. Will Waverly make any kind of transformation? And I wasn't expecting like a dark angel or whatever the hell she turned into. But bad freaking ass. Dude, we need to start keeping track of like whenever I say like put it on the board. I'm going to start keeping a more specific tally because I know for a fact at one point, maybe it was Kathleen that asked the question of Will Waverly ever have wings? I think Jimmy oh, asked. I, maybe I, you I asked, asked it. it. Yeah. And I yeah. I could have sworn we we said I said yes, I think. And I don't want to take credit because I don't know, but like I, I totally said, I, I feel like we we thought she was getting her wings at some point. I can't remember what everyone said, but I do remember at least some of us said that we thought wings were on the horizon for. Hmm. But I mean, geez, I was not expecting Dark Angel Waverly to Dude. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, all right. Should we talk yet or should we wait? Should we What's talk it? about brain sandwich? Kai, what do you think about just general nine ten reaction? Um, nine, I thought surprised me a little bit. I think that I liked the ending in the sense that it's really driving home this whole Winona internal conflict. I feel like we took way too long to get there in the episode. I'm fine with that being the purpose of the episode, but. I, I thought that crew had a ton of potential. I was really excited about the concept of a demon that eats human brains to get smarter. I thought, yeah. like, I don't think I've ever heard or seen that in anything before. So I was pretty gassed up about that. And then it turned out to not be that way. And I was a little disappointed by that. Although Jenny, the genie was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind yeah. of, we're falling again into this trap of, we know there's only so many episodes left. So looking at it through that lens, nine was kind of like, Ugh, like, come on a little bit but 10 was obviously just fire from the start yeah kathleen let me ask you a question what's the exact premise of iZombie? so the premise of iZombie is that there is a zombie like um apocalypse like breakout kind of like a disease almost where people turn to zombies the main character in iZombie is kind of like the first one. And in order to survive, she still has to eat brains, but she's still kind of like a human walking around when she works in the morgue and with cops and she helps solve the murder. So when she eats the brains, she gets the memories of the brain she ate and the personality traits. So it's really Hmm. like it's a comedy in the fact that she is just changing who she is every single episode. And Rose McIver fucking slays that role. Um, But it's a little different. But yeah, I think that, that Kuru is just different because he's a human. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't remember the exact. I knew it was something similar, but when Kyle said he never heard of that before, iZombie popped up for me and it definitely is different. But um, yeah, I've never seen iZombie, but it, it's an interesting, you know, she topic. looks like Clark a little bit, too. And I want to watch it <laughs> because of the main character and Raul. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Raul Coley is absolutely yeah. fire. In that. I, because is he a main I follow character? Him. He's, he is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because uh, I follow yeah. him on Twitter, I already have some major things spoiled just because he always is like tweeting yeah. shit about like his old roles and stuff like that. But it definitely looks like a good show. But back to Winona, I just want to say straight up, I think episode 10 is probably my favorite episode of the whole series. Damn. Yeah. I think it was the, I think it was so freaking good. It's what I've been craving this whole time. 
And specifically, I love that they brought in a, an actor that I love to watch on the screen be the head of BBD, um, General Graham. I think he is a fucking fantastic head as the, the face of BBD. I don't know if he's how important he's going to be to the end game, but way better than than like Fish Girl and <laughs> yeah. whoever yeah, Jeremy right. was fucking with in the, um you know, the meetings with uh, the milk, Robin the and milk stuff. Guy. Yeah, like yeah. that guy was incredible. Obviously, Jolene showing up was just fucking unguessable and amazing yeah and then yep. bringing that full circle making waverly front and center i didn't think i wanted it but her being like this this incredible archangel i don't know where she's gonna go i just think episode 10 was just so fucking good let me rewind on you here luke what was the actor that you said you know like i don't what, know who i mean i from? just meant like the performance like of oh, that guy is the best black badge division oh, performance of i thought you were saying like you knew him from something else I just meant I gr- I think he's like good yeah. on screen. He's oh, really okay, good. okay, okay. Yeah, I agree. And Mercedes is back. And Mercedes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> That's sad, man. There, I hope she's not dead, dude. I have a few like little behind the scenes tidbits. One, I was really scared that I spoiled Dark Waverly for any of you because I really didn't think these boys are going to watch the show at all. And when this aired in April, I was like, she's the hottest thing that ever lived dark waverly is just so hot and i was like posting it knowing that like a lot of people who follow me don't know what the fuck i'm talking about half the time and don't Mm -hmm. care so i was posting that a lot and i was like damn and i really hope they weren't ever spoiled by that i give props to the the wings part because i was like yeah every time you guys mentioned that i was like that I had nothing spoiled. I, that was a complete mind fuck. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and Ginny from episode nine is in Working Moms, which is like uh, Mercedes. Danny Kind is the mm-hmm. main character in Working Moms, and uh, Varun, who plays Jeremy's in Working Moms, uh, Caparel plays Nicole's in Working Moms. They're all in it. It's great. Oh wow! But Ginny is funny in Working Moms, so I liked Canada. Is such a small like pool of mm-hmm. actors they pull from that I thought she was hysterical in this because she's such a sweetheart and working moms and in this she was just like such like a millennial yeah. like it's just yeah. so yeah. funny she's like let me go to him <laughs> so dumb. I love it but she was a good surprise for me in that one I also love the wrap up if it is the true wrap up of all the clan stuff like I, that would was perfect for me it wasn't too central and they weren't the main bad guys that would have been anticlimactic but they were useful. And I just think that like it, the interactions Cleo had with Winona made sense. Like she still brought up Holt, but at the same time, Winona saved her from dying. So there was like a little bit of a wash there, but I, I think that was great. And they used the Reapers finally to a point that made plot sense. Right. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Do you think Billy's done then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, um. Do you think it'll be a thing that Rachel was like straight up? Don't let it be Billy. And Winona like to her face was like, all right, it won't be Billy. And then Cleo goes, be safe, brother, or something, whatever <laughs> she says, brother, like real loud. I mean, Rachel, is it going to be a thing? Do we not have time where it's Rachel's going to be like, you lied, it was Billy? No, nah, she still <laughs> hasn't She still hasn't sang yet, so I don't think she's going to be <laughs> yeah, sad. right, she's got to sing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's not going to end up being a thing in the next two episodes. Okay. I mean, I well, Billy's love... dead. Yeah, right? Like, he has to be. She just, Jolene just, like, fucked him up. He's just on the ground dead, right? Um, yeah, but I, oh, think, I didn't even know Reapers could technically die. I just thought like she messed them up and he was just laying there like, I don't know. I love how Rachel turned out these this episode too. like her. I wish she was doing this earlier in the season where she was totally just trying to be the next Winona. Yeah, I just 
it, it's a little bit late in the game because she's not going to have time to train and be useful like combat wise. But I like her turn and that like that's the direction she was heading and just trying to mimic Winona. I agree. I thought that was really cool. And it definitely would have been a really cool topic to or storyline to bring up if we would have had more seasons. Yeah. Let's jump in to trivia night. So <laughs> how does how does this episode? Oh, OK, this episode opens with Winona and Nicole fighting, which was cute. I think yeah. that the honestly, the main part of this episode, there's two. One is getting uh, more of Nicole being an outsider in this town now from the 18 months. Like one of the things that I wish we got more of was Nicole in the 18 months. So there's that we get chicken kicker, which is an explanation of why she's not. That's not why she's not sheriff, but that was her reaction to not getting chosen as the sheriff. I, I would not be embarrassed about chicken kicker, chicken, man. Yeah, chicken I kick the shit hot. out of that chicken and be like, what's up? I just punted that. <laughs> I mean, Twitter went nuts for chicken kicker. We were just like, Jesus. <laughs> People kick chickens at like um, herb meats and stuff now, like plastic really? chickens. Yeah. But then the other half that I like, and it's a small part because it doesn't really come up like the end to Kyle is um, really Winona coming to terms with like not coming to terms with just like her and Jenny having that conversation about like, you don't have to kill me. Like, yes, I do type conversations which are huge and then lead into immediately lead into episode 10 um so i think nine had more plot movers than seven and eight did but luke texted me after he watched nine and was like i really liked the nicole stuff i really like this and that it was funny but i'm i need plot like i'm begging for plot and i was like just yeah. fucking wait i i just think keep the final scene throw the rest of the episode out <laughs> i did not like this episode at all really i thought it was worse than the jack one and i was kind of shitting on that but it got so contrasted by my favorite episode of not the season but the series because after we started getting into okay, this this episode episode nine was good for some character relationship developments, like you're saying, especially for Hot. And we could have gotten that in different ways or streamlined way. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I hate. Was it, it again? Was true. it the if it was episode or season one or two, you'd be okay or exactly what? that? Yeah, that's right, totally right. it. And I also just hate the idea that that Kerr was he was. He wished for infinite wishes, but was too stupid to wish to be smarter. Like, I just did. I, I don't know. That just felt like yeah. that felt like cable TV writing at its finest. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I know you're okay. right next to me. No. <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> that you're going to hit me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to hit you. I like I like seven and eight better than nine, but I still love it because I think everything's worth the trivia moment with Waverly Doc and Jeremy. I thought that was excellent. And yeah. fun fact, the Army Hammer line dropped. I mean, that episode dropped just as all those rumors of Ar Army Hammer being a cannibal and like eating th people or like wanting to eat the flesh of his like whatever the fuck it was. It was so timely in the cannibal episode. They mentioned Army Hammer. It was just like an insane. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah like, that everyone was thing? like, I mean, I, I think <laughs> the world is so crazy that somehow that's not a thing. Anymore. Yeah, right. My God. But um, but yeah, I mean, we can talk through the trivia part now because I thought uh, Doc riffing off the it was the Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah. Justin, yeah. Joey, Chris, JC and Lance. <laughs> that's that's NSYNC, yeah. by the way. Oh. That's NSYNC. Kind of oh, OK, OK. NSYNC, Get your head yeah. out of your ass. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was cracking me up. Yeah. And I just love how it is really weird that you would say Doc is 
in this trio of the smartest people. But then he's like, I don't have to sleep. So he's he like, just like keeps like studying so he could be the man. <laughs> I don't sleep. Herb. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Trivia Night being like the catalyst for everything in the episode, though. I thought it was funny. It's just like a goofy little Winona thing. But I mean, yeah, it's just still that same thing of sometimes there's certain episodes like this one where I can't tell if they want to be serious or not. Obviously, yeah. like they're always going to weave in the goofiness, but sometimes they just it, it's a double scooping when it should be a single scooping. Yeah. But the yeah. trivia night shit, I thought, hit perfectly for me. I just whenever Jeremy and Doc have these like little interactions, I just love that. So them just let them competing and then Waverly obviously getting mixed in with it. But Doc and Jeremy, I just I think they might be honestly my two favorite character interactions. Yeah, yeah they're phenomenal. And I mean, I don't know about you, Kyle and Luke, but. The way Kathleen kept saying last two episodes, you know, nine's a little goofy, guys. Nine's a little goofy. Don't worry about it. I was like <laughs> waiting for it to be one that Luke was going to say, all right, like this isn't plot. I don't need this right now. And then she said 10 would be good. But I actually had the whether it's luck or not, like I saw the text where that Luke was like, 10 is freaking so awesome. So when I was watching nine, I was seeing that it wasn't that much plot and stuff i was like all right well 10's gonna like kill it apparently so i'm good <laughs> dude i yeah. i just can't stop thinking about episode 10 i think it's like if this show was made by like a production studio and it was like eight episode seasons like this these are the kind of episodes that would be cut and then there's a chance that it would have just been you know catered toward me but obviously this kind of show isn't catered to me and that's yeah. why like I, i'm coming off as like super critiquey it's because like again like the, i'm not the real target audience and i can respect it for what it is but it always just comes back to what we keep saying where this is feels like a season one kind of thing season two kind of thing yeah so you're saying you know whether what is it four four seasons of winona 12 episodes in each season except the first one had 13 mm-hmm if they were on a network where whether it's Netflix, HBO, whatever, that they made it eight, they cut these certain episodes and then it's just all plot. And that's what you're saying would be for you, Luke, right? Yeah, I think that would yeah. be more aligned with how like the mag- I felt about the magicians because that was like yeah. also cable. It started off like that, too. The same way. Sci-fi, except yeah. They just didn't have as many non plot relevant episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to think about shows like Winona where it's almost like you're thinking of like a syndicated sitcom or something where there's plenty of filler episodes and they're mm-hmm. still good. But you understand that normally, like how many your mothers, they hit like 100 episodes so you can allow it. But when you're stuck with 12 per season with 13 being the first one, you just want. Mm-hmm. all the content you know and and if and, it's a filler episode you feel like it's filling n- too little of a space you know what i mean it's more reflected in these later season four podcasts for the exact reason that we're doing it two episodes at a time yeah like there were these kind of episodes in season one two and three but mm-hmm. because we yeah. were doing season recaps i was like on the high of the high the plot's always important in the end in the beginning and mm-hmm. like i felt that it was easier to analyze and come at this more complete than it is dissecting every single thing it's sort of how i felt about marvel show right like i was just too into the details and i can't help it if i'm taking if i'm taking notes for watching two episodes i get too into my own head yeah and i feel bad about it because i don't not like the show even a little bit like i love this show it's really freaking good it's just the lows are clearly not meant for me we would not be covering this show on the podcast if we didn't enjoy it like yeah or we would be like 
Okay. First of all, I mean, there's a situation that happens like cursed, for example, where I fucking love cursed. Don't you dare yeah, say anything. <laughs> by the end of the season, it was actually like Dave and Brian were down with it and they liked how it ended. But Kathleen was like, I am literally like dying, dying. through this and yeah. I will not do a season two. And I personally did the preview and I was just wasn't interested in covering it because it just wasn't interesting me. So yeah. to Luke's point, like, yeah, like all the listeners that from Twitter, we love that you guys said, like, keep watching or keep doing this. And that's why we do this, because we want to interact with all you guys. But we wouldn't do it either if we just if we didn't like mm -hmm. the show, like the fact that we really like the show is why we're adding all these extra episodes. Yeah. And I can guarantee a lot of Erpers that listen probably hate me a little bit, but <laughs> maybe more because of the season four coverage at all. But uh, this is just like the spectrum of of our different like point of views yeah. that we're coming into the show on. And I, I don't want to sound negative and I am not negative. No. I keep, I keep reemphasizing that. It's, I feel like I'm overkilling it, but I just want to, you know, I love the show and obviously I'm super fucking hype about episode 10. I just think it was amazing. And if we got more things like this, this show could have been on the list for me, you know, like my top right. 10 of just sure. guilty pleasure, favorite shows. Right. Yeah. And I think that the difference is I think Winona really is more of a comedy mm -hmm. than magicians is. You know what For I mean? Sure. Like these episodes are goofy. Like if you watch iZombie, like there's going to be some filler episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. things like that. And I think this falls into more of that. Uh, which is completely fine for me. Everyone knows I'm in it for the character relationships anyway. Um, but yeah, the, Kai, do you have something to say? Just the last thing I'll say about episode nine is that while, yeah, the episode isn't going to be a 10 out of 10 or a nine out of 10, I think that the 40 however minutes it took to watch it was worth it to get the chicken kicker. Yeah. Plus yeah. Nedley's speech in front of the bar and having everyone kind of accept Hot and give her that validation a little bit that she was looking for. Because mm -hmm. I personally like Hot a, a lot. So mm -hmm, I thought that, that was a really nice way to end the episode. Yeah. I mean, you know, it makes sense that she's still struggling now. It, it doesn't just end after episode six when she gets proposed to by Waverly, you know, like, oh, she's not puking up frogs and they're and they're here and the clans are done and dead and stuff. You know, it, it doesn't just end there. She was it would make sense that she's struggling. So I'm glad that it, I like the moment with her and Waverly when Waverly was like, I would never like stunt your ambitions or whatever she says. And she says like, you're my happiness, but Waverly knows that that's not fully true. Waverly knows mm -hmm. that Nicole is meant to be the sheriff. She's passionate mm -hmm. and that Nicole would be upset about this. And I loved the end moment too. I think um, chicken kickers fucking nuts. And I think it needed to be something crazy like that because purgatory is a bunch of absolute fucking wacko dum-dums. Yeah. Two things. First, I would love to see some behind the scenes footage of Chicken Kicker getting filmed because I'm yeah, sure right? it was just like absolutely hilarious. I feel like if I was hot, I would like purposely mess up a couple. Or I guess if I was cat, mess up a little bit just to keep punting chickens. <laughs> How many rotisserie chickens do they buy? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle, the Kyle as the as the vegetarian or pescatarian or pescatarian or I can't remember if you do fish. Do you fish, Kyle? I don't like to label myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kyle is <laughs> someone who doesn't guy. eat meat usually. You know that I feel like that the rotisserie chicken kick it might be a little bit of a waste for you, but <laughs> nah, bro, it's revenge. That's right. <laughs> it's revenge. I'm ruining your meal, so you can't. <laughs> but uh, the second thing I wanted to say is that I, it's more of a question. Waverly comments on like she wants hot to get back into the cop uniform because it's so hot, 
And I just like don't understand that at all. What do you mean? Why she finds it hot or why that she? Yeah, made I'm, that I'm just reasoning. curious. Like, is that a thing? Like, do people like Kathleen? Do you find men in, like hot, men in uniform, like, women in uniform, like so in the cop uniform? I just the, like in the Earp fandom, the Stetson specifically is big, and also there's many many debates because hot's uh uniform changes every season almost and people always debate which is the hottest one so yeah like the cold one in a fictional tv show yeah i'm fucking down but um, i just feel like she looks so great outside of the uniform yeah and i agree her hair down and everything i mean listen I mean, obviously everyone has their own personal preferences but I, yeah. that line just like when it happened i was like i gotta ask kathleen like what her opinion <laughs> is on like just hot <laughs> and this like button down shirt and khakis like that can't be that attractive yeah, I think that's a, a pre- definitely it's, a preference. It's the authority, Kyle. The authority yeah. makes her attractive. Power yeah. is sexy. But um, before we end this episode talking about nine, we have to bring up too the the nice scene that Hot has with Doc. You know, we said yes, absolutely is this scene going to happen? You know, I was bringing that up, and I was hoping I was like Doc is pretty understanding about this kind of shit, and he was a hundred percent. Yeah, that. That felt like it could have happened. Yeah, like exactly. We kind of drew it up, right? He's not going to be mad at hot. That's not going to be a, a thing that he even cares about for long. And I'm happy that that's that's squashed. It seems like Nicole's pretty good with every character now. Yeah. And it's yeah. not and it's not going to be about her and anything else but her and helping get Waverly back to normal, which is probably going to be a super powerful, important scene, probably in ep- the last episode. Yeah. Strap it in. Strap it on, Kathleen. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that Nicole... I think Nicole's 100% the right. I think you get them out of the fucking garden. You trade Doc, but then you figure it out later. Yeah. And that's what they want. And they can get them out of the garden. And it's been 18 months. It's either get them out and save Doc or don't get any of them. Fuck that. Get them out of the garden. You know what I mean? And I love that Nicole says, like, I would fight for you, too, Doc. Like, I would. I was fighting for Waverly with this choice. But once this you came back, like I would fight for you. We would we would get you out. Like mm-hmm. I knew you can handle yourself. And I thought that was like a sweet, perfect little conversation. And I, you guys nailed it. That doc was not going to be no. a yeah. dick about it. Especially How with about you, doc. Right, right. And this is episode nine, right? How about with Winona walking into the uh, glory hole? And her having that scene with Doc, man, the gun and she, him. she pointed the gun at him and that thing lit up and then he freaking banged at her, man. I was like, holy shit. I love I when love he fangs. When Doc fangs. Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> so good. Because he when does he, it like, both like, yeah, I like because yeah. sometimes it's when he's like threatened or when he's angry. And obviously the best one ever is when he smells the jacket and he like curls up like a dog who he's smells horny. something he doesn't like. Yeah, <laughs> I really never was going to would have seen Doc being a vampire and that just being part of his character when this initially happened. In, yeah. Like, yeah. Was it the I middle know. Of season three. Or was it earlier than that? No, it was earlier than that. It's been around since what? And no, no, maybe no, no. He's mid mid three. You're right. Yeah, okay. Oh, so it's mid three when he gets. Kate the... doesn't even come in until three. So. Yeah, she's in the opener oh, of oh, season yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just been a lot of podcast episodes. Yeah, you're right. It feels like it's been That's, longer because we've been doing more. Yeah. You ever see a vampire with a rack like this, Kate? Yeah. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there was something I wanted to ask you guys about Jimmy and Kyle real quick. 
do we think there's going to be more to the werewolf character that got introduced in this episode and is in the drunk, not the trunk tank. Yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah. He's not on the it, arc, which I'm just assuming means that he they either have another werewolf that they're going to use to keep as like part of their experiments and stuff. Like, is he just there for I don't know. Like, I feel like he got was, too much screen time. It was so weird. They literally have the genie you find out make like the vampire bite looking thing. The werewolf kid walks by and goes, oh, shit, the air is going to be pissed. Harley ever gets brought up again. Doesn't and even he's think back. that it's him. Think it's a vampire, obviously. Yeah, they so. never like I was I was thinking that Kathleen saying there's a weird episode. I thought it was going to be like a werewolf episode or Me something. Too. And nope, cannibal. he's in the I think he's there. What at trivia night or something in the background, but he's nothing else for the episode. And then he's in the, the drunk tank. He's like, we're humans. <laughs> he's in, he's and in yeah, he's in BBDs and, and Doc name drops him. And I was like, I, I don't know. It's he weird. might have a role in the next episode, right? I mean, if he's in the cell with them, yeah, maybe. few lines that I want to drop that I loved. Um, You're a vamp. You got the hungs. That guy was num nums is awesome. <laughs> like, why not? such a bitch walking in there owning the place. So anyway, um, then then the murder board was great. I thought. Jeremy and Waverly had a good episode too. Jeremy was crushing it. He walks in all bloodied up being like, you got the lattes, like as yeah. if the p- humans aren't going to be like, yeah, what the shit is going on? Um, the cherry pie exploded. <laughs> oh, also, uh, the guy that was standing there did ask for Sheriff Claiborne. So Claiborne definitely confirmed is what they were going for. It wasn't like a bunny screw up. When the he one was. that okay. ate shit, literally. Yeah, Not the, the, the guy who ate shit, shit yeah. but that was crazy. <laughs> Um, oh, no, I yeah, have, that wasn't the guy who ate shit, but it, no, was, yeah. it was just a random guy. And then I also just the Waverly and Jeremy, the murder board was great. There's two different um, my favorite murder podcast references in these episodes. One is OK, Murderinos, which is what they call us kind of like binge townies. Mm-hmm. And then in the second episode, she Winona says, uh, is this a stay sexy, don't get murdered situation, which is their catchphrase. And I was like, wow, the writers really love uh, that podcast, huh? Oh, that's awesome. But um, save it for trivia downward. Don't you save it for trivia online degree. I love that the the curse was making them so fucking obsessed with this trivia night that they were like more concerned with trivia than like the dead bodies. (laughs) Thought that was a good bit. Hot pretty much just like locks herself in the basement because she can't leave, but she's like obviously a little upset that she lost. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But also the last... The number one note I wrote down for episode nine was that Waverly was just dressing to the nine. She looked great the whole episode. I don't know what, I don't know if it just started happening or maybe it's the combo with the short hair, but I feel like her looks have been a lot more, I guess, fierce for a lack of a better term. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jolene's not sure if she likes the short hair, though. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like medium. (laughs) Yeah. God. Uh, There were a couple lines I, I, wanted to write down well first you didn't even bring up the line that you've been talking about forever oh yes 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 yes. i should have said suck a dick (laughs) (laughs) i should have said suck a dick (laughs) and and is that because now they can say it or like no she said eat a dick no no no, i know but back then is you think suck suck a dick allowed (laughs) yeah that's like a more like an actual sexual thing like oh that, that can be edited out that would be edited out compared to eat eat a dick it's that's more that's, like an insult yeah i hope that's the truth because that's actually yeah. awesome yeah yeah because i mean it is better to say suck so you're right yeah. i know we uh two other things dick. i wrote down were fuck winona for not knowing 
who the Spider-Man was. Like that was offensive <laughs> to my soul. She's like, oh, Toby Maguire's not the Spider-Man and whatever. Fuck her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there were the other thing I wanted to say is I like I really like because I was I was complaining about the idea that Winona could potentially go downward, like start spiraling. And then Doc was going to hate her because of the shooting in the back thing. But the way they dealt with that to me was so much better than I thought, because Winona never really like she started drinking a lot and going in the cyclical killing of the demons and spiraling a little bit. But it wasn't because she killed Holt in the back. And then she has a line in this episode when when they think Doc was the one that killed the first body. Uh, she says, if Mr. I don't shoot people in the back is biting people, then I'm not so bad anymore. But if I am, so is he. So like yeah. the way that they're dealing with it is way better than I thought they were going to, where it's not going to just like destroy Winona's character in the last. Like, right. She's episodes. not feeling guilty. Yeah. Like she's not feeling guilty for doing what she did. So yeah. Full sign off and all that. But yeah. I don't know if you can go that far. I mean, I feel like the the whole alcoholic routine is definitely a bit of a coping mechanism. I mean, yeah, but she would never admit to herself that she's feeling guilty, but I feel like that's but, almost textbook. Like in her subconscious, she's guilty about it, but like, she will obviously never say that out loud. And she just resorts to the constant drinking to try to push all of that away. That's the way not, I interpret No, it. She's not doing that because she's guilty. She's doing that because she's lonely and doesn't have doc anymore. She doesn't care that she killed Holt, and she's not feeling like the weight of that. She cares that, it pushed Doc away, which is way better angle than I thought it was going to be. Like, I didn't want her to know. be like, you, you disagree? I Yeah, I mean, I just disagree. I feel like the whole yeah. point of episode nine was that Peacemaker is a burden for her. The decisions that she's made with the gun are weighing down on her more yeah, than ever. Yeah, see, I would go more on the fact that the whole thing that Jolene's pushing at Waverly and what Winona kind of says to Rachel when they find, uh, what's his name again? I'm sorry, the guy dead. Oh. Casey, no, oh. Casey, I was going to say Chad <laughs> yeah. see, um, when they see Casey dead and, and Rachel says, like, is this what you deal with all the time? And she's like, yeah, you know, I took it more like she's dealing with that so much, that kind of stuff for so long that that's why she's like spiraling and with all the drinking and stuff. So I yeah. I still don't. I mean. It's definitely a combo of the uh, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying 100. percent Like I'm not saying 100. percent She's not guilty, but I just mean like she's still taking the stance with Doc, where it's like, "You're wrong. I'm right. I don't care what you say for now. I just miss you." Listen, I think that one. Winona's had the toughest life. Winona has had a a shit hand dealt to her at all times. Now she has this like burden, but which is also turning into something she likes to do. But it's like graying that moral ground so hard. And at the same time, she had someone that she loved in Doc who also had a moral gray ground. And now he's literally doesn't love her or he obviously loves her, but he's shunning her out of his life because he doesn't want her because of that. And she's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? And I think when this is a great segue into the Jolene stuff. I think that that was genius writing. I mean, it is fully to get Waverly into this like new self of hers. And then also to, to, for, to tell the audience, like, this is what Wynonna is going through. If you haven't gotten it yet, like she's been as a kid, she was literally locked in the basement for war. Now she's to kill demons. Now this and that her whole life is to protect all she these had to people. Freaking kill her older sister. Like, <laughs> okay, so that's okay. Nah. So I guess I'm, I'm just once I'm wording it wrong because I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I think yeah. what I, what I really didn't want to happen was that the whole 
specific event to be a catalyst that made her spiral. This is yeah, no, I, about the yeah. weight of everything yes. on top. Okay, so I'm good with all totally. that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to leave episode nine before we talk about the fact that the laser pointer goes to Jeremy's dick. Yeah. Everything goes to Jeremy's dick, man. The writers <laughs> love Jeremy's penis in, in Winona. So show it. Show it. Show Cowards. 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 <laughs> okay. I mean, so we got, that, more, we got a, more Winona midriff. I was going to say, Kathleen, is that a spoiler? We don't get Jeremy penis in 11 and 12. I feel confident and saddened to tell you. That we, we haven't seen see Rachel Jeremy's sing. Penis. We haven't right. seen Rachel sing, so we may we still have time for Jeremy's. Penis. I understand if you don't want to watch the rest of the show. Yeah, I was just gonna say I might I might be questionable on the injury report for eleven and twelve. <laughs> Let's, you need to RSVP, Kyle. You have to be here anyway. Okay, so behind the scenes, ten. I actually watched Jimmy in our parents downstairs, which is like I RS. I I reserved it for myself. I said I have this. Don't talk to me because again, I'll bring this back during the commercial breaks. I was scrolling Twitter for live tweets because I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to look at them during. So I had exactly like three and a half, four minutes to look at all the live tweets. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I missed the Zoe Palmer. If you watch the episode, it says with Zoe Palmer, who plays Jolene right in the beginning. So you could have been spoiled if you were paying attention and people on Twitter did. And that's fine. I mean, that happens in a million shows. But I'm so glad that I was probably just like so pumped and Mm -hmm. staring at Winona that I did not. See it because I, that I screamed when it was Jolene. <laughs> like, I mean, I wish we could play it back. I literally screamed when it was Jolene. I thought that was like the best foe it could have been for me. I know you guys would have like rather it be Bobo, but Jolene. No, was just, Jolene was good. Let's yeah. talk about that because did you guys read the description before you watched the episode? I did not. No, I went so, right from nine to ten. I did. And I was texting Kathleen about it. I said that like the, the description for the next episode looks incredible because it says it, whatever a, it is a folk it, returns an old foe returns so yeah. she asked yeah. me to like guess who it was and i said like my heart really wants it to be bobo but i know that's yeah. not on the that's not possible probably yeah and then i said it it could be bull sharp but i again said that's probably really low and i said it's probably what did i say clans or something yeah. yeah i just thought it was gonna be like a like a reaper culmination kind of thing yeah um, but like I Jolene never even crossed my mind. Let's talk about the actual. Is it OK that it was Jolene? Like it, logically, do you, what did well, you guys think? I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, thought, that was, that's much the thought about it. Let's think about it. Let's talk it through because <laughs> well, she, do you want to talk it through? Because I think I do I think because I was glad battle. it wasn't a revenant. You know what I mean? Like Bobo's a revenant. So I'm glad it wasn't Bobo. J- Jolene, like I thought this through myself. I don't mind you guys ripping it up if it logically doesn't make sense or like within the show. She she gets taken on the tree. Winona shoots her. And they say that in the episode and then she kind of gets just like taken away. And then I guess it was so the way Jolene explains it away is that she was wrapped up in the vines. And then once uh, Bullshard died, it released her. But then she got caught in the fog and was stuck in that little cabin boy. So Mm. what do you guys think? I just have pretty much accepted that I shouldn't think incredibly deeply about a lot of those things. I mean, I literally she showed up. First of all, she looks great as a blonde. Yeah, I was going to say she was a brunette, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she is an amazing yeah. actress. So that's yeah, really she is. those are the two things that I cared about in the scenes. Listen, yeah, Love just like guy. you said, Kyle, the fact that we get Jolene again, I don't really care how they explain her back. There's plenty of other stuff that we've talked about before <laughs> where it's like, 
you know, really, we're past it. We don't really care anymore about that. how certain things are ex- explained. Like and I, I, now that you're saying that it, and I actually. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. I was just going to say, this is the one question I asked. And you guys are like, ah, it's cool. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> trust me. I, I thought it right away when yeah. she starts explaining and I was like, okay. But like, to be honest, <laughs> now that you're saying, I totally forgot that she actually did get sucked into the vines or whatever, but yeah. Winona shoots her and she's supposed to be dead. And she's just like, I wasn't dead. I came out of the vines. It's whatever. Like I forgot. She actually got pushed into the vines in the first place. I just thought it was like one of those things where they're just like talking around our heads so much just to get us to forget and just like slip something in. She's back, baby. Yeah. Like, you know, she's got more going on too, because she was like born at the same time as Waverly. So like, maybe there's like a Horcrux thing going on. I was going to say the same fucking thing. Well, that's what I thought. Like it's to me, like explain (laughs) to me while we're here, when they're fighting, we're going to have to go through the whole thing, obviously, but when they're fighting, you're bringing up Horcrux. Does she like attack Jolene and then it makes her get hurt because yeah. Jolene got hurt. So so in season three, episode five, I think it is the Jolene episode. They say like Jolene can't hurt her. She's not allowed because it's like if she hurts her, it, it'll hurt herself. Like it's one of those. It's almost like um, Doc, Doc and, and yeah. yeah, the, the stone, witch. stone witch like that. You can't do it. So I liked that. I like the only. OK. Yeah. Basically, like when she shoves her through the thing, her back wound like opens up i just want to make sure i wasn't like seeing something wrong i that's how i took it i just want to make sure Mm -hmm. all right well let's open up okay so when you guys earlier in the series were talking about how you didn't want winona to spiral i'm like oh shit i was not looking forward to this like opening scene of her spiraling but it actually isn't as bad as i remember what's bad but also amazing i think is this winona waverly interaction because i think it's the first time that they're actually like yelling at each other they don't get like this with each other and i thought waverly's acting dom's acting was absolutely amazing in this scene she's so worried about winona and you can tell and it was kind of like a jab to be like i i didn't know you're gonna get to meet drunk this quickly or whatever but yeah. I, what did you guys think about them fighting because i remember like i could not wait to re-watch it after i watched it the first time for that scene i was so pumped i bought it from winona's act like uh, melanie yeah, too yeah. like i thought her well, this was good yeah yeah i feel like season four has been winona's melanie's best acting season like without a doubt she's fucking phenomenal yeah mm-hmm. i agreed I thought, I mean, to be honest, when I'm thinking about that scene, I think of her acting before Waverly's. And now that you're saying that, like Waverly killed that scene, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think Melanie stole it. Yeah. I mean, Waverly is 100 percent in the right with what she's saying. It's just funny that with all the drinking that why not? Why known is done in four seasons. It takes this long for an intervention. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that it ended up being Waverly and hot took Peacemaker. I was like mid eye roll that she lost Peacemaker again and that we were (laughs) going to have another like we got to find Peacemaker plot line. So I I agree with everything everyone else said, but just to add a little bit of a Kyle spice and just to have a a unique comment. (laughs) That's what I'll say. Kyle has some nice spice, dude. Yeah. And going back just to how you were asking if we're annoyed or anything about like the fact Jolene was back, I was this close and to all of our listeners it's not it's an inch okay it's a damn inch the freaking out that's like three inches <laughs> that's an inch bro right that's a centimeter yeah it's an inch so 
it took like how many seconds for Peacemaker to burn Jolene's hand. I was like, if they're going to do yeah. another situation where Jolene can pick up Peacemaker and not get hurt, yeah. I'm turning this show off. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I got the penis joke. Don't worry. But yeah, Jimmy, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. exactly <laughs> what I wrote down. It was just like, I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she's either a vision or this is just dumb. And then as soon as yeah. it started burning, I was like, thank God they kept that at least consistent, you know? Yeah. Before we dive into all the Jolene stuff, let's please talk about the book. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. This is so season four, episode 10. This is the first episode in the entire series that I watched the previously on. Like yeah, the recap the right in the beginning. And, and it right says in the, the book. Fucking, yeah. They, they show the book. And I, that was my first note was, oh, shit. Waverly's book was in the preview of the episode. First time. And it, and it mattered a lot. Yeah. Because I was like expecting it. And man, we put it on the board. We were all fucking wrong for this one. Did you any know, of us say Waverly? No. No. I said Winona. I think I said hot or Winona were the yeah. only options. Yeah. yeah. And that's so crazy. I was dying to be like everyone on Twitter knew it was Waverly somehow. We were all like, it's got to be Waverly. She would pick her own. Like, she's going to pick oh, so her own. so they're better than us. It was so funny. <laughs> like, it it will. I think the two was always going to be Winona or Waverly, right? It was going to be yeah. those two. I love that you guys are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also like when you're just reading theories week to week and on Twitter and just like absorbing any Winona content, like, I was like, yeah, I probably think it would be Waverly. And then I read a thousand tweets about it and I'm like, confirmed waverly like i'm so biased you know but yeah yeah, so it's blank book i'm happy it was at the the stairs too and the nice it was at the garden of eden stairs right in the forest again because that's just i mean background set yeah it's a really cool background set and the book is blank because cassandra hasn't written in it yet oh my god that's an incredible incredible (laughs) we we, we cover the magicians for all the listeners out there (laughs) Bro, your references are sick. <laughs> Everyone says that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love Waverly and Doc's relationship too. They're it, it doesn't matter how he feels about Winona, he fucking loves the herbs. And yep. I don't know why why Doc doesn't just like show his fucking teeth and beat those two demons up for trying to eat Waverly right there. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to me how they're like his lackeys and then they're just like, we're so hungry. And I was like, Doc, you just took a gun to them, man. Just rip them apart, man. You got the power. You're, you're the vamp. Show them the teeth, dude. But there was a really like I have I have such a I'm so split on what I think is going to happen with Waverly, like especially after the Doc conversation, this whole scene. Right. I can't tell if it's going to be her just making the ultimate sacrifice and sitting on the throne to protect humanity in the end? Or is she going to have a happily ever after with Hawks? I feel like the writers can't not give that to the fandom. And like this mm-hmm. whole scene when she's talking with Doc and she's saying what it felt like when she was in Eden, not to jump backwards before the demons show up, but that's like when they were having that heaven conversation and like what that was like. Because when we saw Waverly sit down in front of Winona, she like lost her whole personality. Yep. Yep. Very similar to what well, she is at the end of this episode, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that seems less likely because like, I, I guess it's not a happy ending. She's not with Haw and like she's a demon, quote unquote. But that would be a really cool ending if she was the one that like she she did what Jolene's saying, right? Where she actually is taking all the weight off Winona's shoulder. She's going to be the one that saves everybody. That would mm-hmm. be a really poetic ending. But like out of those two options, if those were the two options, what do you think is more likely? Is she going to end up 
in Eden by herself, or is she going to end up in Earth and the and Squad's just going to figure it out? I think Squad's going to figure it out. Happy yeah. ending. Yeah. I just I think you're 100 percent right. Like I I would like that ending at this point. Like right now, Luke, you were saying that you thought Endgame was going to be the vapor, the gas, or whatever, right? The mist. Fuck. And now we know that that Waverly at least got rid of that by the end of the episode, right? Yeah. Or do you was think that, she just like removed that... it from the area of with Winona? I thought she just got rid of it. That's how I took it. But she could have yeah, just like m- removed only the portion that was where Winona was. But I almost took it as Waverly showing up takes the mist out of the thing now. And now it might just be BBD and also Waverly's whole thing as endgame main you know plot. What do you think, Kyle? I'm just reeling a little bit from Jimmy saying that Waverly got rid of the fog. I guess I just didn't even I consider that me as neither. a possibility. Oh, really? Okay. But now that you're I, yeah. saying that, it could be that. I just thought it was yeah. the area. Okay, so you just took it like she kind of moved it out of Winona's area, and she was like, you know, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, it could be that, but I, I just took it like Waverly revealed herself as like an all powerful being and just took over that's how i took it. the only reason i think it's more likely that it was just the area which could be dead wrong obviously is because i feel like that defeats we're not we don't have enough information about like bbd's plan and the arc and all that stuff that just goes out the window if the fog's not there that's true yeah but i don't know again it could be now shift everybody focus including bbd to the the fucking demon goddess that's right there so that would also keep bbd in the loop so it could be either one i just assumed it was the fog was still going to be a player to yeah. answer the original question. Um, if Waverly and hot don't get married, I'm going to come on, I guess it'll be the 11 and 12 podcast. Or if we do like a series wrap up and just talk so much shit, <laughs> that I might not even get invited onto the, the fucking podcast episode. So my answer is that Waverly and hot are going to get married. <laughs> I, I think we're going to get that. Yeah. I think we're going to get it now. Kathleen, yeah. I just want to bring up, I don't even know how many episodes ago podcast wise, but I want to I want to bring this up because the line was was thrown out there. And Kathleen, again, just loves throwing the spoilers left <laughs> and right. Say it. No, and no. Kath- I said this in a Midnight Mass episode. Did you? I thought yes. it was Winona. No, it was. No, no, it was Winona because we're at Luke's recording. And I was there was something that was going to be said. And I was like, I got to say something. I got to say it. you're like. Let's do it on one, two, three. And I was like, no, I hate that. And you're like, one, two, three, demons are fallen angels. And I was like, that was not what I was going to say at all. But Jolene says it in this episode. And I'm like, another spoiler from Kathleen. It's Midnight Mass, I promise. I no, remember that moment. No, I, yeah. I don't it was remember Wynonna, which one definitely. it was on. But it was Midnight Mass because. No, it was Winona. I was there. It was not Midnight Mass. Yeah. Now I must listen to all of them because <laughs> I proved it. Yeah, I yeah, literally Kyle remember. Yeah. I remember Jamie being so crestfallen that you wanted to do the one, two, three go. <laughs> he hates my one, two, three. It he doesn't. It. it doesn't translate to the pod at all. It just sounds like one, two, three, because everyone's talking at once. What do you know about it? You don't know anything. Anyway, I want to talk about uh, BBD. Demons are fallen general. angels. Demons are fallen angels. I love that fucking line by Julian, but. It was a it was foreshadowing. It was a it was not spoilers. Anyway, I swear it was a Midnight Mass episode. But BBD then takes Doc and Hornman and Remy. Uh, No, not Remy. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Remy was actually left for dead, which we find later. BBD is 
doesn't give a single fuck about anything or anybody. They just want the experiment and the data. And then they just say, okay, we'll blow this place up like monument or whatever, you know, fucking. Yeah. I mean, we got our answer. Like Luke, you said you want to get the big dogs. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you like the actor and we got a good, we have a good bad guy for hopefully a big bad for the last two episodes, whether, you know, it's gotta be something because it's, we have our two of our crew, including three of our crew, including our boy, the werewolf Mm -hmm. are stuck in the drunk tank and they need to get out. So, and a shot. Doc's going to kill that guy. Doc's totally going to kill that guy. I hope Mercedes is okay. Do you think Doc, no Doc, do you think he can bite Mercedes before she dies to turn her into? Oh, to actually turn her into. That'd be sweet. And then it would be like, they made the joke, like that she wasn't a vampire, but now she's a vampire. I like that. No, I, 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 uh, I was watching Kathleen's eyes while you said that didn't wasn't surprised enough. So I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> she's working on her poker face. I you really know? am. So when it comes to demons, you remember how when we always talked about early on in the show when the revenants, they would die and everyone knew that they were going to come back like that was the whole thing, like they would either die and, and be revived or they would get hurt and then they would get back up. Is that all done because the curse is done? Like I was, I actually wasn't thinking Casey was dead, dead for a second until they started actually going into the whole, you know, Rachel and Casey thing. Like I just, even, even Remy, I was like, I don't understand what these demons, I thought like you can get hurt and kind of like you're back eventually. I, I don't know how. No, I think the end of the curse meant to me, two things. One is that you, you are dead, dead. And okay. then uh, the second thing being, I forget my train of thought. Hold on. I'm going to well, jump Casey in. Casey isn't Casey isn't a revenant. She, he's a half demon. Well, yeah, but there's a yeah. difference between a demon and a remnant. I yeah, no, that, yeah that was that was my question. I just didn't know in general if demons can die without Winona's gun. No, totally. Demons can die. Yes. Without Winona's gun. Winona is not the only thing that can take down demons. It just so happens that Peacemaker can. OK. And has Doc killed demons? I mean, As we saw fan? Doc shoot shoot the horn guy, Dallas, and he was like, nope, sorry, bro. So I, I don't know. I guess it's just yeah. they're stronger. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about more of Jolene. So I'm going to drop some lines, just some of my face. I got to start with demons are just fallen angels. I love that. She says, <laughs> you may not want to call me sister, but we are kin. And that goes back so far, so far to Bobo saying Bobo. kin. I mean, the word can just and lift guess what? everyone up. That's yeah. what made me guess the angel thing. Yeah. And that's when you first said it. You freaking spoiler girl. So <laughs> I guess in hindsight, it does clean up a lot of my issues with the ability of Waverly to touch the gun and stuff at points because she it seems like she's flashing back between being a demon and angel, right? Like yeah. is that the whole purpose. So then. That guess, I guess that cleans up a bunch of things, right? Like, especially at the end when, um, was that the end of season two, two? at the yeah, pool table? She's like, t- she's allowed to touch it, then she's Take not. Mind. Yeah. Did we ever get an explicit answer for the blue? No, yeah. I was going to say that earlier. I, I don't anticipate that coming. Okay. But I will say that I feel like it's a, the difference between her being whatever she was earlier, but now she's like fallen. Yeah. So if there is a yeah. line, probably levels, probably levels to falling. If there is a line to be like you're an angel, or you're a fallen angel. And now you're a demon. Like I guess that yeah. can dictate whatever's morally going on inside. Waverly will dictate if she could touch Peacemaker. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting because I was taking it as like 
because she's half human, she's like keeping herself as a human unless she lets out the angel. And then when yeah. she's an angel, she's also a demon. So she can hold peacemaker when she's a human, mm. but she can't when she's angel slash demon. I, I per- personally didn't really understand why she was being considered a demon. I just thought like if when we guessed if she was going to get wings, I just thought she was going to be Gabriel, like straight up angel. That's probably what um what Doug would think, too, because it's not that good of an idea. <laughs> hey man i ate we some brains bro so it's it's a thor situation is is what i'm going with and you're saying that it could possibly be like i'm saying like you're worthy versus not and then you're saying that it could possibly be her human side keeping her in check yeah yeah so i just want to shout way. out the writers for this piece i mean they've been dropping waverly has things within her that she doesn't even know yet from day one i think that a lot of things like the Clantons and other things where they may not have known they were going to do that in season one and two. I think that Waverly's trajectory was really well laid out. So, I mean, I guess we can just ask you, because this doesn't even feel like a spoiler for you to clean up that question for us, right? Like, I doubt we're going to get an answer on that explicitly, right? Like, do you think it's one of those two an- options? Yeah, and I feel like I... Wait, what? what? Of, of, like, like why human Waverly versus- can touch yeah. it? Oh, 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 sorry. Is that I confirmed meant- by, for any reason, like by writers or is it maybe in the. No, but okay. I, I agree with you guys. Which one? Yeah, like, but which think- one? <laughs> yeah. Is it that she she can touch it because she's part human or is it that she can <laughs> or she's swinging back and forth between no. her good and bad side? No, no, I think she it's the first, the first the former human. human. human Kathleen's going to be like, which one is? Yes. <laughs> I think that we really is constantly her whole life choosing to be human and be good. OK. And that there is something within her that is bad. And she's been so good that she's keeping it at bay. I mean, they go so far to say, like, she's the night I got voted the nicest person in town. I even got a sash. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she is just so pure good on one side. But there's something so inside her. Yeah, but the human is the good side because. Yeah, that's why my is question. Her dad not pure exactly. Good? That's what I'm wondering. Like, where does the demon come from? Because her dad's straight up an angel. Like, where is know. this? I don't. I don't I just don't understand where the demon comes from. I don't think that that has to be like good people have bad kids all the time. (laughs) So you're telling me that that Waverly's bad and she's holding back the badness the whole time. Yeah. I mean, everyone's saying that the whole season, the whole series, but was like that. My girl's an angel. My girl's an angel. She's not. I don't know. Let's revisit this at the end of the season to see if we get any more information that will, you know. All right. Well, if you're telling me that she could be bad, then. Are we going to have to convince her to be good again? Or is she going to be bad forever? She did something bad. She can't. What if she just Boy, like, she looks so what good. if she kills hot and then looks at the screen and is like, Kyle, no wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then you'll catch me on the fucking 11 and 12 pod talking mad shit. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to Jolene stuff. Um, Jolene looking Waverly dead in the eye being talking about Winona and like the weight of all the scratches on the walls just being like and now she drinks herself to sleep every night while you giggle in Nicole's arms yeah delivery on point Zoe Palmer queen but I again one of my favorites is uh Waverly is saying save your patronizing mouth garbage I can be a hero and a wife you know I love Mm -hmm. that shit Mm -hmm. feminism baby (laughs) the camera work (laughs) Bro, the camera work is so awesome and crazy for Jolene. They did. They give it the Netherlands from the magician's treatment where every time she's on the screen, the camera is like 
slightly tilt it. Nice. Love and that's that. just that's just so I love that. I, it's just like a way Great that callback. the cameraman's just like fucking telling me like, yo, this that was a insane. Rick worthy tidbit, wasn't it? Didn't he tell us about that? No, I did. You I, told I, him about that? I found I remember, yeah, he no, told I told Rick. fucking Rick about that. I remember the okay, bro, you that show you were on. <laughs> oh, you know what uh, it was? It was Megana. It was Megana Tova because mm. she's the librarian that we were talking yes. to about. I asked her about the camera work. That looks smart. Yeah, I just think that Jolene for the writers is probably the best written character on the show. That's not one of the main squad. Yeah, they just know how to write her. You know, not even going, Bilbo, bro, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> They're kin. He's a second. They're kin, she's, a, bro. she's second behind Bobo. Maybe I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm talking more of how to, how they write for how she acts, not like her background or anything. I don't know if that changes anything yeah. to your opinion, but just the fact. What do you say? What about Doug Peterson? No, I'm just kidding. Keep she was Doug much Peterson's funnier right. in this one, I think, than the last one. Like, well, you I are mean, the thriving, last one, girl. The last, yeah, the the last one with Jolene, it's mostly her manipulating via her little cakes, you know, her (laughs) delicious little cakes. And she uses that and then being under her spell to to actually, you know, attack Waverly and manipulate Waverly. And then this she's fully doing everything by herself. With no like spells, she's just straight up a wordsmith, pretty much, and manipulating the hell out of Waverly. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that the all these scenes I didn't breathe during them. I was so pumped. And at the same time, now we have Winona, Rachel, Nicole, and now Casey, because they have to be able to get through the fog, trying to save Waverly and I loved these scenes. I know you guys didn't love Casey that much, but R.I.P. the boy. Whoa, I didn't. I liked that. Casey. Only I think Kyle. it was okay. Kyle. So just Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I Casey. hold so much clout in her mind. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> but I loved this, and I especially love Nicole standing up to Winona. I think that her saying it's my fucking turn, Winona, yep, is accurate. I mean, she it is, and Winona being like, if it was cool to marry your sister, I would have done it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, my God, that line was fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah, right. But yeah, R.I.P. Casey got his neck snapped in the fog. But I like that Rachel and Casey were friends. It looks like Rachel did make her rounds around town. She knew Remy from the Halsey cover band and 18 months, you know? Yeah, exactly. So Halsey, Halsey, Halsey. Luke's Luke's love besides Alice. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was cute and super cute. They're going in to save her. What were you thinking? Like, yeah, they're going to get her. Like, were you thinking uh, like, Waverly is actually in danger here? No, because at this point, she had already pulled a feather out of Waverly's back. Yeah, so my assumption was that they were going to fail and like the cabin was going to explode with Waverly becoming an angel, because at that point, I, I, I'm aware that she's going to become an angel like yeah, Jolene is fully trying to get her to do this. Now, Jolene obviously is saying become the fallen angel, become the demon version. But, you know, she pulls the feather out, says that I pulled it out. The transformation is going to happen. So I fully I didn't I don't know if I thought Casey was going to die or anything, but I fully expected the mission to fail. And then Waverly to like just take care of everything. 
Okay, so Casey's already dead, right? Casey's already dead now. So Winona is like, oh, fuck, and goes to try and get help. She thinks she needs Jeremy because he's the fog expert at this point or the best there is. Goes to the jail. Very sweet moment between her and Doc and Jeremy. And she's apologizing to Doc for more than just this. Ends up picking fucking Cleo. Now, when she picks Cleo, yeah. did you know the reason? No, I definitely didn't. not. Definitely. I mean, I definitely assumed it would end up being for the Reapers in some way, but I didn't think they were going to she was going to use them as like a leash, like a guide dog almost. And again, if you want to get into like. Are we asking all these questions when they don't need to be asked anymore? Like, you know, Cleo's like, oh, my God, I used your hair and I was testing that. And now you can see Billy, but he's not going to attack you, even though I put mm. two two hairs in and they're the same yeah, thing. Brutal. It should be that he's attacking two people. But again, I'm not worrying about it, but that's just obviously going through my mind. I thought that this scene had potential to freaking make two super satisfying conclusions to things that I've been worrying about. And the first one was like skipping what you just said about the hair thing. Like I'm all in on the Clanton resolution and like what they yeah. were used for in this por- in this part. And why not a pick and Cleo? But I was so I was just writing notes down like, fuck, yeah, we finally made it work. The reason that Jeremy is in that fucking tank is because he's an empath. Like he has these powers and they want him like either part oh, of the yeah. arc. Or oh, extra. yeah. He's, and so they he fucking wrote that off right away. I was like, dude, it, yeah. it was right there. It Wait, was a, did they say why he is in it? Yeah, because they just he, said he's a human for food, right? He, he, he pushed back on the protocol. Yeah, no, he wasn't a human for food. They, he was saying that about himself. Yes. No, he was in the food territory, in the food tank because he didn't. Agree oh, with the higher ups. Protocol. Yeah, okay. He doesn't get to go to the art. They could have just made it because he is technically not a full human. Like he has things. Yeah. And Speaking I was like, arc, fuck, yeah, I have got... so many explanation points for that point. And I was disappointed. <laughs> so many exclamation points, man. <laughs> yeah. He's Kathleen, my uh, every time I hear the word arc, my ears pop up. hundred. I'm, I'm like, oh, the hundred, the hundred, the hundred. Welcome to Go Float Yourself, a podcast about the television show, The Hundred. We're a brother-sister team here to celebrate the good and roast the bad on one of our favorite sci-fi teen space dramas. Come for the story and the drama, stay for the funny nicknames, the pet conclaves on our Instagram, and of course, the hauntings. Oh yeah, did I mention I'm a literal ghost haunting the pod? That's canon. Find us at Go Float Yourself on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so to what you were saying, Luke, we have the the drunk tank, whatever, the cell that has Doc, Werewolf Boy. Now, Jeremy's in there, and we're just assuming that they had Doc, and your your main bad guy that you like was kind of saying, like, if you change your mind, we'll take you on the arc, bro. We need you as a warrior. So, yeah, that was just like the, the food cell, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, and Kathleen, to your question... I, you know, Winona shows up and I'm thinking it's just going to be the whole like, Doc, I love you. Sorry, I can't pick you. I'll come back for you. I'm picking Jeremy. And then she picks Cleo. And I was like, dang. (laughs) Yeah. Then let's keep with the cell. Let's get Mercedes not over with, but really just like lean into it. Because I fucking love Mercedes. Every time she's on screen, she really does just steal the scene. I loved her being like. As you almost live and sort of breathe, like everything she says is so fucking stupid and good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the her with rack, the mirror, the rack is the best line, um, the funniest yeah. line of this episode anyway, because this is not necessarily a funny episode. So Mercedes comes in, steals that scene. Um, is she dead or not? Put it on the board. 
No, Doc's going to bite her and say, I like the bite thing, man. I do. I want her back. I say dead. How dare you? Very unconfidently. Our girl (laughs) who we love. You're going to say she dies off screen on the floor, dude. They killed Casey, which I thought was shocking, honestly. But we saw him just dead with a broken neck. You're just telling me that Mercedes doesn't even get a scene where we see her dead on the floor. She deserves it if she's really dead. I think it's a smart thing to kill Casey just to like raise the stakes a bit. It's like uh, they do it in. I explained this about Grey's Anatomy season six, like in the Grey's Anatomy season six, they have a merger with another hospital. So all of season six, you you get to know these new characters. They're on every episode, but they're not the characters you've known for six seasons. Season six finale shooter episode. Mm. A lot of the merger people die. So it's a cheap way to be like, we killed off main characters, but they're not our characters and i think that this is like a good way to do that small fun fact they winona says like uh casey's like i I made you dinner or something she's like you did craft dinner with kimchi and weed and fun fact is his name is kimchi on uh kim's convenience so that's like a little nod to him just to like throw that's the only reason that line's in there for sure is a little nod to him on uh kim's gaming i agree with you though i do appreciate the attention to making it feel more dangerous yeah and Mm -hmm. i think doing that to mercedes also would do it but i feel like she's such a fan favorite that they're gonna give her some more funny lines and they didn't because you're because this season was split into two different shootings I don't I doubt she really was here for three scenes. I feel like yeah. she will have a couple more in the end. But if she doesn't, I, I think it just adds to what you're saying about Casey, where it's, yeah. it's cool with me. I love the tension. I love death and shows because I think it makes everything feel more tense. And yeah. 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 And she's also and she's a landlord. She's kind of like a vampire without being a vampire. So <laughs> then they turn her into a vampire and it all comes full circle and then it works out. That, that If you called that, you fucking cheated. You watch the episodes. I don't fucking believe that. That is so great, though. Nah, Kyle. <laughs> I got your back, dude. I got well your read. back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angels are here. falling demons, bro. We're or demons here. Are falling okay. Wyona gets in there. Kimchi or not kimchi. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Billy. Kimchi. Billy brings her all the way. The leash. The hair works. Cleo. I almost called her Chloe. Throwback. We lead her to the cabin. You walk in, sees Jolene. Jolene automatically yeets her out of this fucking building. We get the why no, no, which somewhere there's a supercut of every time Waverly screams her name like that, which is like three or four times, like just like curdling scream Mm. and the dark, the dark face. I mean, Jolene's like jizzing all over this. She is like, holy fuck. (laughs) You're so beautiful. Like it's more beautiful. And then and dark Waverly is like, you're not going to be around to see anymore. Bye. bitch. <laughs> yeah. like, get your jizz away from me. Yeah. Stop jizz God, was that bed. was that pun intended? What? When you said come again? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I knew you were going to take credit for that. <laughs> she was uh, jizzing. So, wait, so does she have does she have like a not a Bobo thing going on, but like because he was metal only, I guess like she can this is obviously not for Kathleen. Like, do we think she has Jolene or, or, or Waverly? Didn't, did Waverly, didn't she just like snap her without touching? Her? Yeah, I just think she's just like super freaking boss, okay. dude. Yeah, I think <laughs> I was ex- I was expecting like something more graphic. Like, I thought she was going to like snap her neck like graphically or something with like a, like the, you know, a movement of her hand or something. Pretty much what she did, except it just didn't seem as graphic as I thought it would be. 
Yeah, I liked, I guess, theme of control, how the situation flips. Waverly now is basically just controlling her. She puts her on her knees. But part of me would have liked a little Elliot as the Beast season four magician's just like finger swipe, slit the throat. Like that would have been really nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting something similar to that. Yep. But I do want to say I was hoping beyond hope. How cool would it have been if like if you did pause the screen when the etchings were there? And like just for fun and just cool writing, if there were seventy seven marks, yeah. like how fucking sweet would that have been? Yeah. Seventy seven could have been honestly. Been so cool. Was there two extra on the side? I think there was way more. Yeah, there was. It seemed like it was a lot. Ah, yeah. damn. I thought it. I was like, dude, if that's seventy seven, I'm gonna lose my shit. But, <laughs> I mean, it would have been a bad count if it was seventy seven. She. Didn't I actually kill had that thought too, where I was like, no, what demons. if it was like, what if it was like sixty. Eight or something like that, or no? Well, it would have okay. been, been like seventy-five. It would have been like yeah. 70... You might as well just say no. the right number. If it was like seventy-five, <laughs> sorry. What I'm trying to say is, if Winona does end up killing three or two more demons, like for the rest of the show, and it ended up at seventy-seven, yeah. that would have been really fucking cool too. He searches for a random number and lands on sixty-eight. <laughs> I, you're right. I don't even. That was a bad, <laughs> bad mess. Bad mess. <laughs> Off brand, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. <clears throat> Your journey is over, Winona Herb, and mine has just begun. Hot. Hot. Waverly Hot. is fully Hot. in her Eden mode where she doesn't know what's going on as actually Waverly. And how is our girl Winona going to bring her back to, yeah. to her senses She's and not. get her married to Hot in two episodes? It's just going to be dark Waverly marrying Hot, like wings and all. Uh- yeah, it's. I don't think it's going to be Winona. It's going to be hot. That yeah. Okay. I mean, I just think they're really, really pushing at this point right now the Waverly Winona thing. I feel like it has. I think it has to be Winona that but I gets feel her. Like Winona has this whole issue with Hot and Waverly in a sense that they're kind of isolating themselves from her a little bit. Although technically she's doing it to herself, and then they have the whole feud competition over who gets to save her and hot's like ah it's my turn i get to do this if that just ends up with hot wandering out of the fog somewhere else and she doesn't help or play a central role in it i'll be upset that that conversation was had so i I think she'll definitely play a central role yeah i just maybe it'll be a tag team for once in their life you know like waverly or winona and hot both equally I could take that because I mean, yeah. I, a central theme as well as to these two episodes is Winona shouldering this burden by herself so much and having to do all of this shit for everyone else. And it would I be just nice. don't know how how is that going to tie in with her and Doc getting a resolution? Like maybe I don't know. I, I, I mean, think they had that I think moment. It's gonna be Nicole definitely that saves the day here, yeah. and I think there's going to be something to do with with Winona and Doc because that's yeah. gonna, that's going to yeah. get resolved. They had well, that moment in the jail and they kind of know now like they're faced with this near death experience, basically, where it's like, OK, all the bullshit doesn't really matter. And then they're mm-hmm. going to meet up at the wedding and then they'll see the love in the air. And next thing you know, the barn's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> the barn's shaking, bro. I mean, did we bring this up, Kathleen? How good was the scene when she's talking to Rachel, when she's saying, like, my last words to Waverly? Because Winona never says anything bad to Waverly. Yeah. And of course, when she does say it, it's when and two seconds later, Waverly is in mortal peril. Yeah. And she's like freaking out. Like, I can't believe that's the last thing I said. Like, I thought that was great acting for Melanie. Yeah, totally. I agree with Luke. I think Mel, 
Mel's an incredible actor. It's making me want to watch uh, Ready or Not, like right now. Uh, great movie. I would love to rewatch it knowing that she's Winona because I had no idea when I watched in that it. too. Yeah. She's very funny in that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I love them all. I cannot wait for you guys to see these last two. Is the uh, true uh, protagonist going to show up, Eve, and save the day? And she was actually good the whole time. I for one second, Luke, and I know you're joking, obviously, but like <laughs> for one Where's second, Adam? I didn't recognize Jolene because she was blonde. And I yeah. was for and I was like, wait, is that supposed to be Eve for a second? And like, because I was like, are we bringing Eve back? And then yeah. obviously within like five seconds, it's Jolene. But that Eve was the first thing that popped in my head because I didn't recognize Jolene right away. And for what it's worth, that was actually my my answer. It wasn't when I was saying who I thought the the um old, old, foe, old or whatever. foe was yeah. going to be. I said, it's definitely not Bobo or Bolshar, even though they would like have my heart if it was. <laughs> I said heart. it was going to be I thought it was going to be Eve. Which yeah. Eve is probably just was a potential future season at this. I point. think she's done. Yeah. Yeah. Do quick, we have anything for the board before we? I mean, we're questions. watching. This. Okay. Rapid fire. Ben Kilmary. Doc, Jeremy, and Eamon. Go. Wait, Eamon. At which point in the season? Because Luke has different answers based on. When he's hot. <laughs> Come on, I'm not gonna just I, go. I, Eamon has to be the one that you kill and. I just feel I would be inadequate for Doc, so I'm gonna marry Jeremy because he's like, you know, Doc's more like the the fucking gunslinger. Like, you, you know, let, me and Jeremy yeah. will get a long way. We're both nerds. He's got all the yeah. cultural reference. I'm gonna marry Jeremy, bang me some Doc, and definitely fucking kill him. I was gonna put Dolls instead of Eamon, but that'd have been a better ass. Yeah, he's dying. No. Okay. he's dying. Yeah, I, I would kill Dolls before Eamon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I okay. honestly, you gotta kill, or I'm sorry, you gotta bang Doc because you let him blow your mind once. And then be done because if you marry him, then you're just gonna be inadequate, like Luke said, forever. <laughs> just let him blow your mind once. Jeremy's my boy. You gotta, you gotta marry him. Kill Eamon. Um. So I've never <laughs> been with a man. So, <laughs> what's funny about that, Jimmy? <laughs> that you decided to preface it with that. <laughs> well, that I mean it. It's it's gonna come into play. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would marry Doc because I feel like Doc would be a great, like, long time experience with a man. <laughs> also, I think that I don't want to die before my husband. So Doc will outlive me so he can deal with all that grief and sadness and I'll just dip out. He's not. A, oh, yeah, because he's a vamp. OK. All right. Yeah, he's a vamp. Jeremy, it hurts my heart to just one night stand, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, because he's such hurt. a sweet man. He's gonna but... fucking so I'm gonna bang him. Let's go. So no, no. So I'm gonna, I'm oh. gonna bang Jeremy only because so I can let him live in the world. <laughs> it just hurts my heart to do so. I gotta kill him, but I can't take Jeremy away from the world. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Me and Jeremy will bang. Jeremy will probably be my first experience. You know, maybe trivia night. We see each other across the bar. I'm hitting answers. He's hitting answers. Yeah. One thing leads to another. We wake up the next morning and, you know, it was fun, but it was, you know, maybe we have more of a platonic relationship. Yeah. And then he yeah. introduces me to his friend, Doc, and then we hit it off and then it's history. Okay. Yeah, I, like I like that. that. Um, I have been with the man. Let me just preface it by saying that. <laughs> um, but I am going. Which is important. <laughs> I am going to marry 
Jeremy. Uh, same reasons as Luke. Pop culture. Love that fucking guy. He's a sweet, sweet angel boy. So smart. So funny. Cute as hell. He's on my PowerPoint. My hot people PowerPoint. He's on there. I'll show it to you guys later. Um, and then <laughs> I will fuck Doc because I'm going to be like Rosita. You know, like he comes and sees her and she's like, you know, I have a high t- pain tolerance and he just fondly remembers it yeah. and he smiles and he's like, yes, boy, does she like, <laughs> you know, like he you can fuck Doc and then still have a good relationship with him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's down the hang and then I'm going to kill him. And I wasn't as big as a fan as as specifically Luke and uh, you guys. But I, I liked him as like a bad guy. Never thought he was going to be anything good. But um, Kathleen, yeah. I just want to preface everything that I want to say here with me. Luke and Kyle bang doc. Okay. Yes. You're vulgar. Okay. You're using <laughs> terms that are a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jimmy's over here. Like, I literally oh. went. Yeah. Like I did yeah. not know where you're going with that. I was like, what the fuck about it? Okay. Okay. Wait, this, imagine this. Oh, this yeah, was so a kiss. Kill us, Mary Kathleen. None of us married doc. That's crazy. <laughs> I married doc. Bro. You're talking about. Talking yeah. About yeah. Oh, you're Kyle right. married him. Cause he oh, didn't want to monologue. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I put a lot of thought into that. I got lost in Jimmy saying that we, us three, banged him, but he was wrong. Imagine Kyle is consistently married to this sweet man, Jeremy, and then losing him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you better stop. Yeah. But so Doc (laughs) can just be upset that I die, and I'll just be like, ha, sucker. Jeremy's also the kind of guy that, like, you guys can do the damn thing, and then, like, he's going to still be your friend, like you said. Like, you could still stay in his life. Yeah, and I, I don't be mean to him. Just just yeah. understand that it just didn't work out after the first night. Yeah. How could I rob the world of Jeremy Chetry? Yeah. Okay. All right. I have a question for Luke and Kyle. I'm pretty sure this is our last chance because we are going to cover 11 and 12 together. Right, Kathleen? Yeah. OK. Anything. I know we talked about a lot of theories, but anything on the board since it's our very, very last chance. I could start with one question, which is not a huge deal. But after seeing what we saw these last two episodes and seeing where everything with PBD is going, is QB1 now actually done? Will he just be at the wedding if there's a wedding? Is that storyline mostly done, do you think? Yeah. That's Jeremy's date to the wedding. Yeah, that's it, right? That's all you would say? Because, yeah. I mean, he wasn't even in the cell. Like, I, I mean, I I figured if he was going to be in Endgame, like, be part of the storyline to end the series, he would have been in the cell with them or something. He might help him break out. How about that? Okay, I'll take that. Any other any other on the board stuff? Uh, Werewolf comes back into play. I think he's going to have a part. He might die, but he's going to come back into play. Oh, God, it's so we're so limited because we know that this was going to be open ended. Like, I want to say like Doc sacrifices himself to die in the end or something like that. But obviously, if there was a chance they were getting getting another season, they were not going to kill him off. So I can't say something. As crazy as that, but we did have a conversation about two pods ago where we were talking about, I think, Jimmy, you brought up a point and you were asking Kathleen, you're saying like something, something, something like a theory, but like, is there a possibility that this show actually gets yeah. picked back up? And Kathleen says, we'll revisit that conversation after we finish the show. Right. So with that being said, I think that there's a chance that Waverly ends up on the throne, sacri- sacrificing herself for humanity, quote unquote. And like maybe the future seasons were going to be about getting her back and stuff. Okay. So I'll keep that on the board. I don't know how likely it is, but if it just something crazy happens, I would be totally fine with Waverly, you know, giving up her love with heart to save humanity and ending up in Eden, protecting all of everyone. 
Yeah, I, li- I like to stay on the outside when it comes to how like the backstage stuff or the whatever you want to call it, where like how much the directors slash writers knew that it was going to be done or canceled or if there might be another season. Like for all we know, the werewolf kid could have just been like a quick intro that he would have been a bigger thing in season five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause right now we're saying who the hell is that? And, but you know, it couldn't matter more, but now that the show ended, we might just be like, who the hell was that? You know? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you have a fair point, Luke, like that she could have been put on the throne. I and just that think could death be like is pretty much. I think death's off the table for a lot of her big characters with the chance of, of open seasons. Any That's, chance yeah. that Doc is not a vampire to end the show? No, nah. Okay, so you think he's staying? Okay, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if if we think, I think everyone's going to stay alive. I don't think there's going to be any main character death. Bobo's going to come back though. Bobo That's, will be back. Yeah. Any more? Any more? Uh, Mercedes, call it right now. <laughs> well yeah yeah vampire mercedes <laughs> but uh so i guess i have a few so i think jeremy will end up being waverly's best man or m- what do they call them Ma- matron of honor what, what is it when a guy's your so it's well, maid of honor or man of honor you could call it or okay, yes. okay. a slap um, in the face to winona yeah right oh, kyle God. that's so true yeah. <laughs> that'll be a major slap in the face to winona maybe because right, well, winona dies jeremy will be a bridesmaid because he's going to be in a wedding party. Yeah. And well, um, I mean, he could be on either side. Like he could be Nicole's best man. He is Waverly's friend. Come on. He he's left her right. for 18 let's, months. All right. Let's do this. Brother. So I would say I would say that <laughs> we're guessing the wedding party right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's guess the wedding dying. Party. Okay. Let's put so it on the board. Let's say that Nedley walks her down the aisle, but is. I'm going to say Nedley walks her down the aisle. Jeremy's her best man. Winona is Waverly's best man or okay. whatever. However you want to say it. Man you, of honor. You guys differ, differing at all? Yeah, I'm going to say that Winona is Nicole's best man. And okay. Bobo is going to be the one who, you know, conducts. What's what's Bobo? Bobo's going to Bobo's going to be officiates. Them. Yeah, he's going to officiate and marry them because he's all good now. And then uh, that's it. Kai? That's it. <laughs> so Rachel will be oh god I forgot Rachel she's a flower honor. girl she's a yeah, flower, flower girl, girl. <laughs> um and then Jeremy will be I guess yeah just a bridesmaid whatever he could be an officiant though he could he could marry them Doc will be so Nicole's wedding party will be Rachel and Doc and Waverly's will be Winona and Jeremy Jeremy and Doc will get to walk down the aisle together, and Jeremy will love that. And I'll yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just a prediction I'm going to throw out there that I personally might shed a single tear as Randy Nedley walks Nicole Hart down the aisle. Okay, so we're, we're, we're like this on that one. We're like yeah, this on that one. The song choice is going to be the kicker. That'll be... <laughs> That'll decide whether it's something wells up and a tear goes down. I told and and you think Ma- Mama <laughs> Mama Earp's gonna make her return to walk Waverly down the aisle? I like that. I was actually my my reunion person. My return was just gonna be Chrissy Nedley because I feel like she'll have to be there too. I wonder if she'll be in the wedding party. I don't know. I'm gonna say no, but that's all I got. I fucking love that. I'm clipping that. <laughs> I'm putting it to the Twitter. 
That's amazing. I had to just hide my face during all that because that was fucking incredible. You guys could write a show for me anytime. You know that? Okay. All right. right. But question for Kathleen, though. Put it on the board. Who is the Dragon Reborn? (laughs) Egwene. Oh, so you agree with Paul, huh? Yeah, it's Egwene. Or Perrin. (laughs) (laughs) Or Rand. (laughs) No, not not Rand. Not fucking Rand. Or Harry. Okay, so here we are. This is the part of the pod where we've been here many a time on this podcast, right? We binge a whole series at once. We've done it with Bly. We've done it with Midnight Mass. We've done it with a with a couple others where we're not allowed. Well, I've seen them, but you guys aren't allowed to just binge a show. You want to obviously want to know how it ends. And now we're here. It's one of those ones where you finally get to the point where it's like, okay, after this podcast episode, the second we hit end, if you wanted to, you could finish the show. I know you won't because you guys like to keep it closer to when we record, but would it, I just am so excited for you guys to see it. I'm sad that it actually is over for now. I mean, I think you guys are going to be happy. It's amazing in my brain. So I'm just pumped. Okay. Well, that was that. We'll be back with uh, the penultimate and current series finale of Winona Earp. I'm so excited for these boys to see if there is a wedding, who's in the parties? I know that's their number one. So uh, if you like what you heard, give Binchtown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Also, go check out our old Winona episodes. And if you like Winona, I'm sure you'll like something else we cover. So go check out our other shows. We cover The Magicians, The Hundred, The Boys, a bunch of other stuff. Also, right now, get in while it's hot and just starting Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. On Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. our Bingetown boys are covering every ounce. So we've got uh, instant reactions. We've got deep dives. And the show's a little confusing. It's kind of like Game of Thrones at first. You're like, there's so many people. There's different this and that. And these boys explain it to you. And guess what? They're fucking funny. So give them a <laughs> listen. And uh, if you like um, us in general, go check out our Patreon. We have two different options. Then you get some exclusive content, some videos, so, yeah, check us out. Help us out. Uh, we're going to keep cranking out content for you. But all right. Tune in next week. We are Binge Town TV. Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. And fuck your, your votes. Fuck your dinner. And fuck this chicken. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 